0: This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing, and today I'm joined by John Hibbett, Google Analytics expert and technical SEO analyst, and Scott Coleman, product manager at Site Visibility. Hi, guys. Hiya, hiya. Now, I know, um, Scott, we we recently spoke to you. It might even have been the previous episode. So we know a little bit about you, but I'll still let you tell everyone what we do. But both of you, just let our listeners know what you both do.
1: Yeah, cool. Um, It's John here. So basically, I'm a tech geek. I joined SiteViz back in 2014. Since then, I've been doing a fair bit of public speaking about SEO and increasingly Google Analytics I'm completely fascinated with the world of search and analytics, got into this building websites way back in 2005, and now I'm pretty much a data-driven advocate um, and the office sort of Google Analytics go-to person. I'm also a London exile, um, moved down to Brighton, and I'm really enjoying being by the seaside. Oh, you're like me then. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
2: Well, I'm a product manager here at Site Visibility. Essentially, I look at the team here, play to our strengths, see what skills we've got, Uh, find out our customer needs and try and match the two so that we create products that people need. And part of the reason that I'm on today is that I kind of helped work with John to create a Google Analytics service here and a series Mm. of products within that service. And during creating and establishing that new service and those products, uh, we identified a number of common mistakes that people were making, trends in what people were using analytics for, and some things about the industry that we wanted to discuss.
0: Fantastic. Uh, well, that's a great setup for uh, today's topic, which is uh, setting up Google Analytics like a pro. And I just thought, it's been a while. I mean, we, we keep harping on about Google Analytics. I remember the very first time we spoke about it years ago on the, on the podcast. It might be a good idea just to remind our listeners exactly what Google Analytics is, as if anyone doesn't know. But I'm sure there's people out there that might be quite new to the industry. So uh, a good definition of Google Analytics and sort of what it does.
1: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, Andy. I mean, this, this question comes up, and it's, it's surprising how many experts will fall silent at this point. <laughs> but basically, it's a free analytics service offered by Google that tracks and reports website traffic, and it's now the most widely used web analytics service on the Internet, so it's, it's very big and well-established. It's also worth noting it can track mobile apps, and now it can even track the Internet of Things, devices that are connected to the Internet in your home, for example, using the measurement protocol
0: good definition because I, I remember the first time it came out and i think it was i think it was me and daniel were looking at it and we were all very excited and went, oh look at this but and it does this and it was almost like we were discovering it as we were doing the podcast i remember we, we were both logged on looking at it but it's it's really evolved i mean i i had a bit of a pause from google analytics and i looked at it again sort of sort of i don't know a few months ago and it, it's got quite a nice sort of feature set now it's really sort of moved on I was just wondering what the most common mistakes are that you see, though, when people use Google Analytics. Who wants to go for that one?
1: There's pretty much three main things that we see, and these are really easy to fix. And hopefully, um, as we roll through this, people will realize that just because it's analytics, it's not like some unreasonable you know, data science geeky subject. It's really quite accessible when you know what to look for. So the main things that we find is when people set up their Google Analytics, they only ever have one view. This is the default view you get. Mm. It's usually called all website data, and they leave it there, and they start doing all their work on this. Um, and they don't consider what will happen if they misconfigure the account, something happens to it, or it just gets screwed up. So the main, the three main things that we've got are, first of all, set up a backup view. We call this an unfiltered view. Mm. Um, straight away, before you do anything else, you don't touch it. It just sits there, and then if you know anything goes wrong, you've got all your data sitting there protected, and you've got your accuracy of, of the account, you know, safeguarded, basically. The second step we find is that people don't set up any of the filters on the, on the uh, interface. And filters work in a, in a precise way. We have exclude and include filters. The, ex- the exclude filters prevent you, i.e. non-customers, from being tracked in the data or third-party agencies like Site Visibility. Yes. So it's important to realize you don't want to track people that aren't your customers because you're going to get bad data. And perhaps the third, the third, but really most important thing from a commercial spe- perspective, is people set up the tool but don't set up goals. Yeah. And goals are what are the, the conversions. These are the steps that your customers take to becoming um, to transacting with you, or to signing up for your products or services. And we find these aren't set up, and no thought's really been given to sort of what the website objective is. So that, of all things, is like you know those three things are really the the main ones that we find.
0: That last one's very interesting, actually, because I know uh, as a technical person myself, it's very, very easy with any sort of technology to uh, sort of get bogged down in the sort of technicalities of it. So you feel like me, you're like a developer, you tend to look at sort of individual facts and you go, oh, that's interesting. And you forget the bigger picture, don't you? The more sort of businessy picture, like setting goals up, you know, what's his website for, what's supposed to be happening?
2: Yeah, that's a really interesting point, actually, because one of the things I was just going to touch on in terms of common mistakes is that, actually one of the biggest mistakes that i see are users jumping into analytics too quickly getting bogged down by the detail just because information overload without having set up a measurement plan in advance so a a measurement plan kind of is just a breakdown of your business objectives and then how you're going to track against them using your website or app Mm. and so taking that step back before you jump into using google analytics if you're a first time user in particular is a really useful step and then Google has a course. I think it's Analytics Academy that's yeah. referred as um, that you can go and learn about analytics and measurement planning before yeah. start using the tool, so that you can start to learn how to set it up correctly, kind of straight off the bat. A couple of other things as well that come up, and um, John touched upon backup views or unfiltered views. We'd also I would recommend test views as well. So a test view is your playground. For when you're configuring settings and you want to test it before putting it live on your reporting or your main view, yeah. So we see that's quite a common problem, and also uh, people don't take advantage of the custom reporting solutions within Analytics. So once you have got your goals set up, you can report on them really easily without any third-party tools in Analytics uh, using custom dashboards, custom reports, and also using different segments that you can mm. create. So those are those are even you could refer to them as common mistakes, but I guess they're and um, even misunderstood or underutilised as well, is how I'd refer to them as.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think just to chime in there with Scott, you know, there's, there's over a hundred reports in GA now, um, and you can just walk in there. It's like going to a forest and get completely lost. <laughs> yes. And then you got, you know, you need that measurement plan. You need some data forest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you need to understand what it is you want your website to do, and that's what GA for me really is all about from a commercial perspective with businesses. You know, what do you want this website to do? Mm. Does it do for your users, and what does it do for your business? And, and once you've got that, then you can start mapping out. What those goals are, what the interactions on the site that that mean success are, and that's all you care about. Ignore everything else. Don't get lost. Just stick to what you know. What it is that that measures the performance of your website.
0: Yeah, it is a bit of an Aladdin's cave, uh, Google Analytics, isn't it? You sort of walk in, they go, oh, look at all these reports. And the, <laughs> okay, what are your business objectives? Put your other brain on. Put your slightly less technical, more businessy brain yeah, on, and, and start thinking like that. Now, um, recently, there's been a bit of sort of uh talk on the sort of digital area about ghosts and spam referrals uh mm. it i must admit i'm going to be honest with that listeners i'm not entirely certain what this is it does sound pretty nasty though so if you could tell us um what it is and sort of their impact and how you can sort of get around them and prevent them in your google analytics account
1: Okay, so I mean, many, many of you will be familiar with email spam, that stuff that gets into your inbox sometimes. It's trying to sell you stuff you don't want and getting to click to a website you don't want to visit. Yeah. That sort of push marketing uh, tactic. This is basically the same, the same kind of thing, except what's happening is these developers are setting up hits to your GA property. You're um, going get, you get a backlash from developers yeah. now. Uh, well, some, These spammers, this yeah, yeah. person is spammers. Okay, developers. look, I okay, <laughs> n- caveat, not all developers are spammers. <laughs> Thanks, Scott.
0: I'm a developer <laughs> okay. no, I'm not a spammer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, a certain proportion of the developer community, let's say, are basically doing this sort of spammy marketing stuff that gets into people's GA accounts. And when you look in your referral report, and your referral report shows you visits from everything that's not your website on the internet coming to you, Um, you'll see these links, i.e. trafficxyz.com. Samalt is a very well-known one. Mm. And effectively, what they're looking for you to do is see this and then click or visit their website as a result of seeing it, thinking, oh, that's interesting. I've got a link or this person's referencing me. You know, I've got visits coming from here. What's this about? And then, you know, some of them have sort of monetized their sites for traffic and others may may be doing more nefarious stuff. Like trying to get malicious scripts onto, you, onto your browser. So, you know, this has become kind of like a, a pretty big problem. Um, there's been a lot of talk about it and it affects sites in different ways. Not all sites get affected massively. But effectively, uh, we've seen referral traffic from some sites where 40% of it in a year has been this kind of traffic. So you can imagine what this does. This is all automated stuff. It's bot created. So I'm
0: guessing uh, what 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 these bots are doing is they're looking for sites with, that have Google Analytics on them, and then they're yeah. just like hitting them with lots of hits, so that exactly. they they, yes, they, they exactly. themselves appear in the uh, report.
2: Yeah. yeah they just they auto yeah. generate um different ga codes your GAID, and then hit uh, the analytics servers and that thing mm. goes straight into your analytics account so yeah it's um it's like the uh the online equivalent of cold calling they, they're sending it to they're just sending it and getting on the line and trying to get your attention yeah
0: sneaky little snickers and how long has this been a problem do we know
2: um, i think it's i think it's I've seen it for years, yeah. Um, but I think definitely in in 2015, more probably, yeah, more prominent in the last 18 months or so. I've, yeah. I've seen a hell of a lot more. And uh, I think John touched on the point, but if you're the average maybe small business owner and you've set up analytics and run through the course, I don't actually think they cover this in the course. because mm. I've been through the course myself. Is that mm. you wouldn't maybe know it unless you jumped into your referral data a little bit more. You maybe if you're looking at the top line reports and you're just seeing traffic going up and you're seeing spikes in traffic you know you might not realize that it's coming from actual you know non-existent sources essentially
1: yeah yeah and the, the ghost fan is is a sort of interesting one because in this instance there's no actual hit there's no actual referral there's no hit to your site it comes through the measurement protocol um it's it's like a little back door in in Google's measurement protocol that's being exploited mm. but you can you can get rid of this using an include filter so you can set up in Google Analytics an include filter which says only accept hits to this domain, and then you put your domains in, i.e. sitevisibility.co.uk or, you know, whatever your domain is, you put it in, and then it, it, anywhere that you've got legitimate GA tracking code, basically, and it will, and then the, the system will only accept hits to those properties, um, to those domains. So, you know, um, we, we've actually produced a nine kind of nine tips checklist for, for sorting out all these problems on the sitevis site, site as a as a white paper. Brilliant. So, say, you know, if you're getting into this, if you're listening, you're getting into this, head over to that because it's all actionable. It takes you through the steps, shows you examples. You, you can do this stuff. It is not rocket science. And the results are well worth doing. But, yeah, these, these things, um, this is all part of making sure you've got accurate data because ultimately you can't be looking at your reports and making business decisions and spending marketing budget, whether you're small, medium or big. On crap data, it's, it's just that simple.
2: Yeah.
0: I've,
1: actually, I've got one uh, other point which we didn't reference as part of all of this, but there is a
2: small button in analytics within mm-hmm. the. Yeah. I think it's within the view yes, settings section, yeah. which um, allows you to check box uh, whether you want to eliminate bot traffic from known sources to Google. To, you know, if you if you've got this issue, definitely go away and turn that checkbox on. Save your settings. Um, it's it, it's difficult. To, it doesn't eliminate everything, but it's a good starting point. Um, Particularly whilst you're downloading our checklist and running through the
1: steps. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's such a quick win. You know, it's like it's it's not even it's it's a half a second if that yeah. click yeah. save. But a lot of people miss it. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, we find that we find that is unchecked in in uh, when we're doing GA audits quite frequently.
0: Now, is there an easy way of finding out if you've got any sort of issues with your tracking?
1: Yes, in short. And this is one of the features that we really love about GA and something that Google have worked really well on and developed. And effectively, if you go into your reporting, if you look in the top right section near where the date range selectors are, um, you'll see a little bell And this is the notifications messaging center, basically. And what it does is it it algorithmically scans your GA setup um, and looks for problems. So they've obviously detailed out what the main problems are. And it sort of gives you this like traffic light status with red obviously being a critical issue. Then it goes down to amber, something you should be looking at. Then I think they've got blue, which is like a a sort of notification. It's like for information only, which includes all kinds of useful stuff about latest upgrades yeah. Uh, yeah. other techniques that you can look into.
2: They've actually just released one new thing to it as well. So cool. if, if in that notification section, if, you're, mm. if they think that your site's been hacked, they give you an alert straight in Google Analytics. Mm. Oh, that's amazing.
0: So Do yeah. they? I wonder how yeah. they work that out.
1: I have no idea. <laughs> it, it, I mean, yeah, it's clever, really clever programming. What, what I really like about this is they don't just give you what the issue is, um, which can be quite a technical explanation, but they give you these sublinks underneath it. So, you have a range of options ranging from dismiss, i.e., you fixed it and you, you just want it to go away, mm. through to check again, i.e., you fixed it, but you want them to look at it and verify it, through to learn more about the issue. And then you get into the ever deeper kind of descriptions of the issue, which can be really handy. And I've learned an awful lot just from that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really good tool. It will show up things like, you know, you haven't linked your AdWords properly, there's discrepancies with your campaign tagging, there's there's issues with the property settings. Yeah, that's another link. It'll, if it has an issue with a property setting, it will give you a link that will take you straight into the configuration where you can make the change. So this is something that, you know, everyone needs to be aware of. It's yeah. quite small on the interface, so you can easily overlook it. But, you know, you, you want to make sure that's always in the blue territory, basically. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Of course, it's, it's important, to, you know, the sort of the health check of the, um, the, the, the tracking, if you like. It's important to know that it's on track. Uh, pardon the pun. Overuse of the word track there.
1: Yeah, yeah, um I mean there is another tool that we use we've been using extensively which is called Google Tag Assistant and anyone who is using Chrome is going to love this. What it is is, it a, is an extension that you install in Chrome, um, and you browse across your website that's got the GA tracking on it, and um, effectively, when you land on each page, it shows you, uh, you click on it in the bar, and it drops down and shows you the status of your tracking codes, and oh, it's, nice. a tra- it's a traffic light system as well, mm. and we we found like interesting things like double tracking, you know, two versions of, of the same GA property, but different versions of analytics being tracked, resulting okay. in... In massively inflated data, I bet it does. So, yeah. so it's like it's a great quick quick way of seeing, you know, is our thing set up correctly in, for your key customer journeys. And what you can also do, which we really love, is you can record the session. So if you if you want to test your goals or you want to test your customer journeys and ensure you've got accurate tracking in place, yeah, you can just mimic. You can just switch this on, switch record on, run through your your g your your um, website customer journey, record it, save it. Review it. It t- It's. It's really detailed. It's a really detailed report. No, I there think. I think uh, tag
2: assistant recording. So, uh, so they were released. Uh, that extension of the tag assistant uh, extension was released maybe towards the end of 2015, maybe yeah. a bit earlier than that. <laughs> and it's. I think it's. It's definitely my favorite extension in relation to Google Analytics. Is um, I haven't actually seen too many topic, uh, too many people talk about it. Too many talk, people talk about the use cases, but we found it really, really useful for mm. things like testing goals mm. and whether goals are tracking correctly. We found it really useful to sense check whether. Um, so one of the common uh, issues with analytics is session inflation. So if someone's added a piece of code on the page twice, mm. it will record double sessions or yeah. double pages in analytics. And it allows you to sense check those kind of things and you you receive a report at the end of it that tells you how that data would have been recorded <coughs> in Google Analytics had it have been a normal user
1: so uh, it's just a brilliant tool for Kind of debugging and yeah, sort of, yeah, I mean, previewing the, analytics. The, le, the level of detail that comes out of it is phenomenal. You know, it gives you the referral data. It gives you basically everything that's being recorded in into GA yeah. in, a, in a really nice, well laid out, easy to understand fashion. So you know, that's definitely one that people should be using. Yeah. It's
0: certainly very powerful, isn't it? Being able to actually test that you've got your analytics right what? and uh, see firsthand that sort of you're getting the sort of results you'd expect. On a similar vein, actually, um, you know, what's what's the latest on Sort of, sort of, you know, alerts and, and ways of finding out if there's any been if there's been any sort of significant shifts or changes in the website traffic without actually logging into the account. What, what are the, what's the state of the alerting system these days on Google Analytics?
1: That's a great point. I mean, most people are not going to have the time or not going to have the pattern where they're logging into the interface every day. So you know, if you're in that situation, particularly a, a smaller business or, or one man stand or one person stand. It has this feature called custom alerts, and you can set up different conditions. So, if this happens on on the traffic to the traffic, send me an email. Yeah, and you can do this for all your traffic, referral traffic, organic traffic, goal conversions. So, if they go up by a percentage or decrease by a percentage or a number, um, and we use these extensively, it, it's not it's not like a substitute for you know a system status checker. Mm. From your development perspective, that's monitoring your uptime or something like that. It's an additional thing to sort of keep an eye on your account. And and the one that we absolutely recommend that everyone has is all traffic sessions is less than one, i.e. you're not getting any data into the account.
0: Oh, right. I suppose, yes, that would be fairly significant, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, that could be the developer. You you know, you've inadvertently removed tracking um, Developers or something's happened to the tracking or it's just not working. Yeah, there's um. Okay, this is one other
2: one other thing to add to that is that uh, it's really really useful to set up your custom alerts. But a lot of people miss that in Google Analytics, as part of that alert section, or I think they're called intelligence, maybe intelligence, intelligence. events. Yeah. Um, is that they they automatically give you intelligence events? So what they'll do, what Analytics will do behind the scenes is find trends in your. I think they do it on a, a daily and weekly basis. Is daily, find, weekly, and monthly. Yeah, daily, weekly, and monthly basis, and they find trends in it could be segments of your data and actually automate notes to you in analytics or alerts to you in analytics. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people just miss that section entirely. So we talked earlier about jumping in and getting into the detail too quickly. But actually, some of the trends are right there, and you can see them straight away. Just go into that section of uh, intelligence events.
1: I mean, the intelligence events um, has a significance rating as well. So they have an algorithm that sort of tries to give you an indication of of how significant this this event is, i.e., you know, how how... How sure they are that this is something significant to happen. Yeah. It's just something to be aware of. I think it's pretty you, can, useful. you can adjust that as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much, guys. So, how can our listeners find out more about you and uh, more about Google Analytics? You did mention a resource on the site, didn't you?
1: Yeah. Um, you'll find the, the white paper we've been speaking about today, uh, How to Set Up Your Google Analytics Like a Pro, nine steps up on the slash resources section slash resources slash on uh, site visibility so just head over to the website and you'll find it there yeah i'm on twitter so it's at john Hibbit there there's also site visibility if you want to contact the agency directly which is at site visibility i gave up my number on the last podcast yeah there's link there's linkedin did you yeah, yeah. Yes. my phone's died today so that's gonna work too <laughs> uh i'm on twitter as well
2: at scott colnart and uh, john's yeah. on twitter at john hibbett <laughs>
1: Yeah, perfect. And just to clarify,
0: Hibit is double B double T, isn't it? Is that right? Yes. Yes. Um, H I double B I double T. Checkmate.
1: You? you get to yeah. the end of the podcast. It's because people it wrong all the, time, aren't <laughs> no, it? That
2: that all the
0: time. And is am I right in thinking there's uh, an upcoming webinar towards the end of July? Is it this month?
1: Yeah, we're hoping to schedule in um, a webinar around essentially, it's around this subject of, of getting your analytics into really good shape. So, basically, if people want to contact us there, I think it's a podcast at like Visibility. Yeah, I believe it podcast is. At yeah. um,
2: uh, tweet Site Visibility, uh, tweet know, us individually. Just, just, However, yeah. just get the questions in about um, if there are any common things that people are having trouble with or any questions they want to ask about analytics or Google Tag Manager maybe measurement plans anything like that
1: anything Um, yeah we're just here to help to demystify it and make it as accessible to everyone as we can basically
0: Well, chaps, thanks so much. And uh, thanks for listening. For our listeners, uh, show notes with the usual place, visibility.com slash impodcast. Uh, We're on iTunes and Stitcher. And if you fancy doing a review, please go ahead, because the more reviews we have, especially if they're good ones, we'll probably get a bit more um, popular and you can help a few more people. Um, if you want to connect with me personally, I'm Dr. Pod, D O C T O R P O D, on Twitter and LinkedIn. If you can mention the IM podcast, do so, because then I'll, I'll know you're a listener and not not someone trying to recruit me to do development. We're looking to answer some questions in upcoming episodes as well, so feel free to um, make sort of suggestions and ask questions. The email is podcast at sitevisibility.com and the magic telephone line is plus 441273256150. Well, that's all from me, Andy, and it's all from my two guests. Thank
1: you very much. Thanks very much, Andy.
0: And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing.